accomplish for us this morning. And the word of God will prosper in what it has been sent to do in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We're handing over to Reverend Femi Williams um, this morning. Good morning, sir. God bless you, sir. Good morning, brethren. Good morning, sir. Yes, sir. God bless you. Amen. It's it's a blessing meeting this week. Uh, that is Tag Holy Week, the week in to commemorate. Uh, our Lord Jesus Christ going to the cross to die for us, to die for the sin of the world. What, what a great time <clears throat> and great uh, season of reflection. Mm. A reflection of, of, of the great sacrifice that Jesus had to make for us to bring us to God, to reconcile us to God. Uh, it is in that spirit that I'm trusting God will be sharing this morning. And uh, I believe the Lord himself will be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, before I share this morning, I want, I'd like to sing this song that I love to sing so much. I mean, I love so much. It has to do with uh, Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, who gave himself to, for us. You are worthy to be praised. You are highly lifted up, unto you alone belongs our glory and our praise. I will lift my voice in praise, unto yours almighty name. I will live to worship you forevermore. Worthy, worthy is the Lamb who died on Calvary's tree. Worthy. What is the blood that was shed to set me free? Worthy, what is the lamb who died on Calvary's tree? Worthy, what is the blood that was shed to set me free? Worthy, worthy, worthy is the lamb. What is the Lamb of God that was slain? What is, what is the Lamb? What is the Lamb of God that was slain? I can hear the voice of angels singing. What is the Lamb? What is the Lamb? Seated on the throne. What is the Lamb? What is the Lamb? What is the Lamb? What is the Lamb? Seated on the throne. Father, we give you thanks, we give you praise. Thou Lamb of God, you came, you saw, you lived, you conquered, and today you have reconciled us to God. We are in no place to fellowship with God. For the Bible says, For all have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. We have come short of coming before your presence. 
we have come short of discussing with you. We have come short of praying to you. But Jesus Christ came and broke that wall of partition. That very day when the curtain was rent into two in, in, the, in, the, in the tabernacle, Jesus opened the way for us to be able to speak to God by ourselves. No more intermediary. No more looking for a priest. But Jesus gave himself and gave his life. Lord, we are grateful today that we are beneficiaries that we of this great act of benevolence. Oh, what a mighty, 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 mighty uh, hand of fellowship and grace that you have extended to us. Father, we are grateful, accept our thanks, accept our praise, accept our offering that we bring before you this morning. Oh, God, we want to say we bow to you. We feel like spending the whole day to worship you, to appreciate you, to honor you for this great sacrifice. You lay down your life like sheep before the shearer. But I would say you opened not your mouth because you knew what you were going for. You knew what was at stake and you paid the price. Father, thank you for saving us. Thank you for agreeing to die for us. Thank you for taking our place so that we can have your place. Blessed be your holy name. Glory and honor, power and majesty be ascribed unto your most wonderful name, O God. And Amen. thank you for the privilege to be together again this morning. Thank, thank you. you for this atmosphere of grace that we see this morning. Lord, we receive wow. from you this morning with thanksgiving and we bless your holy name. Thank you for the brethren. Thank you for the unity of faith this morning. And thank you because as we look up unto you, O God, we know that heaven shall be open before us this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. There will be no barrier. There will be no opposition. There will be no hindrance of any sort. Thank you because your power will be made available and your name alone will be glorified. Amen. You, Father, blessed be your name. Thank you for answering. Thank you for agreeing to die for us. Glory to your holy name. In Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. God bless you again, brother, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Um, it's a pleasure this morning for us to be together again on this Easter, Easter week. It's a solemn week. Uh, some call it Holy Week. Some call it Solemn Week. Whichever the week we choose to call it, I think it's much more worth it. Uh, I want to read from the, the book of John, chapter 3, verse 16, this morning. John 3, 16. It says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We thank God for the gift of everlasting life. But this gift did not come to us on the platter of gold. It was not just a gift that was thrown at us. It was a gift that we need to always remember how it came about. So this morning, what I'll be talking about is the cross of Jesus. Is the cross of Jesus. 
the cross that Jesus had to carry, the cross that Jesus had to bear. This morning I'll be talking on the cross as our meeting point and our melting point. Meeting point and our melting point. Jesus Christ came, we, we, all, we all knew, uh, came, was born in a manger, grew up, you know, and then began to do good. Bible says he went about doing good. He went about doing good, went about saving lives, went about healing the sick, went about raising the dead, went about giving people free food to eat, he went about doing great miracles, opening the blind eyes, making the lame to walk, and you know, great work he was doing. And then jealousy came, and Jesus thanked God for the purpose, and they had to you know, conspired against him and uh, took him to the cross. They said all manner of things, all manner of blasphemy against him. They blackmail him. There's nothing they didn't say he did. But we thank God because the Bible said there was no fault found in him. And then they had to take Jesus to the cross. Why the cross? Why the cross? Jesus agreed to go to the cross for a reason. Um, uh, and that reason is to serve our punishment. Now, Jesus uh, agreed to serve our punishment. Now, one person sinned, another serving the punishment. That's not something that is easily combined. Even we in our generation, we say, well, the, the father will not suffer for the sin. The son will not suffer for the sin of his father. And then the father will not suffer for the sin of, his, of the son, you know, or daughter, or whatever. That's, that's what we say. It's our slogan. We say, well, everybody will be his own body. But in the case of Jesus, uh, Jesus had to be our body because he knew we couldn't be the body. There's no way we'll be able to be or carry the body. So Jesus, you know, volunteered. Jesus agreed, you know, to carry the body for us. Unfortunately, the, the punishment had to be done on the cross on the cross of Calvary. So what does the cross represent in the life of a believer? Because of the limited time we have, I will not be able to do too much of the introduction, otherwise I will have loved to uh, do a little background work. But because of time, uh, you know, the cross as our meeting point, as in number one, uh, making the cross as our meeting point, the cross is where the horizontal meets with the Vatican. For God so loved the world that he gave his only God his son. The cross is the only place where the the, the, the Vatican and the horizontal meet. That's the cross. Vatican is like this. Both start from your right, go to your left. And start from the uh, from the west, go to the east, or east to west. That's, that's the Vatican. Then the, the horizontal, I mean, the, the vertical is from north to south, and then the horizontal is east to west. So where the uh, is called a cross, the, 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 the drawing, we can see as at the cross, which means it is where light and darkness meet. It is where truth and lie meets. It is where good and evil meets. It is where heaven and earth meets. So it's 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 the meeting point. Thank God that the the one coming from up 
and the one coming from down, the one on the earth, they could meet finally. After they have been driven away from the Garden of Eden, there was no meeting point. If they want to get to God, God will say animals will stand between man and God. So because God, God was not disposed to meeting with man, uh, they have to use animals, intermediary, they have to kill goat, they have to do a lot of sacrifices because of their sins, you know. And then if God wants to speak to them, God will speak to them through maybe somebody he has chosen, somebody who had to, you know, sacrifice for his own sin too because it's, no man is sinless and all that. So it was really, really cumbersome and it was, it was, it was really seriously a big deal until, until Jesus came, until the cross came and uh, united unites us with God. So it is, it is at the cross that we are united with God again. It is at the cross we can we could meet with God again. There was no any other place to meet except that cross, that place where Jesus stood for man. Because man was the one supposed to hang there as a punishment, was supposed to be killed there as a punishment for his sin. For he said to him, the day you eat this, you will surely die. And so uh, the man ate it, and God drove him away from his presence. God drove man away from his presence. And since then, it was a big, big, big deal. They, 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 on the mountain, when the Israelites were passing, and God wanted to meet, they said, no, 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 we cannot meet with you. Well, because, you know, there was they, they didn't see themselves qualified enough, and they too were not even qualified. God just wanted to show them mercy. As God appeared on the mountain, they ran away from his presence. So, so there's no meeting point, you know, between man and God. It is only now in New Testament, the Bible says, enter boldly. We can enter boldly. And then, even when God came upon the mountain, they ran away, you know, from God's presence because man, well, that, that, the man was not qualified, you know, to meet with him. But thank God for the cross of Jesus. Thank God for the season we are in that Jesus went to that cross. And when God saw Jesus on that cross, God had to attend the meeting. So it's the cross is our meeting point. That's the place where we first met with God. After Adam and Eve had departed from the garden, the cross now provided our first meeting point with God. Number two, the cross also is the place for settlement. In Romans chapter 3, in verse 23, the Bible says, All have sinned and have come short of the glory of God. So man have come short, so there is no, no, no meeting point. So the cross now became the place where we could settle. We could settle our, our sin. We could settle the problem we have with God. We have come short of his glory. We could reconcile back to the glory of God. So the cross is a place of reconciliation. It is the place that Jesus came to, 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 to make the bridge to make the bridge between us and God. It's like we're on this side, God is on the other side. So the cross is our bridge, is our bridge to, to, for settlement. The, without the settlement of sin, there will be no reconciliation, there will be no meeting with God. So, so we have to meet and we have to reconcile, we have to settle it. So the cross becomes the basis where God and man had to meet. Romans chapter 3, verse 23. So it's the place of settlement. And the, on the cross, it was settled. Jesus said, it is finished. That problems that you have had with the Father from the time of Adam is finished. It's settled. Tetelesta, it is finished. It is accomplished. It is, it is perfectly perfect. 
completely complete, finishedly finished. Everything is finished. Thank God Jesus brought us together with the Father on the cross and we could set number three. The cross is a place where sin was atoned for. And the Father said, well, the reason why the reason why I've not met with you since since I drove you away, the reason why me and you are together face to face is because of your sin. And then on this meeting, as Jesus brought us to the table with God, you know, Jesus said, okay, Father, if, if sin is the issue, I am going to pay for it. I'm going to shed my blood on this very cross. I'm going to lay my life down on this cross. Brethren, it's a wonderful thing for us to see that our sins have been paid for. It's been paid for. The cross was the place that Jesus chose, you know, to to. To, to pay that, that place of settlement, that place of reconciliation. The father had to make a demand. Well, without the shedding of blood, you know there's no remission of sin. You know it from the foundation of the world that without shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness. Jesus said, There's no problem. I'm going to shed the blood for them. I don't want their own blood to, to be shed. I want to give my blood for them to reconcile them back to you. All that Jesus did was to bring man and God together. And the, the meeting point, the place of reconciliation and settlement was the cross which Jesus Christ, you know, chose to die for us. Number four, the cross is a place of where peace was obtained for us. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. In Romans chapter 6, verse 23, the Bible says the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. That's point number three. The scripture for point number three is Romans 6.23. The scripture for, for number four is um, Romans chapter 5, verse 1. A place where peace was obtained. Now, if two people are quarreling, if two people have disagreement, the reason for meeting is for peace. We see what is happening in uh, Ukraine and Russia today. It's all about peace trying to find peace, trying to find reconciliation. They meet in this place. They are meeting in this place. They are trying to meet. The reason for the meeting is for peace to reign between two warring uh, uh, factions. So as the Bible said, God was God is angry with sin every day. So this war between, you know, God and man, Jesus had to come in had to make peace. To make peace. The Bible says he came to make peace. That's Romans chapter 5, verse 1. Let me read it. Romans 5, 1 says, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done. We have peace. Now we have peace. There's no quarreling. Now we have peace. There's no there's no dissension between man and God. It's, it happened on the cross. It was on the cross that we were able to obtain peace. Now God became happy with us. When there is, if, if if the world is able to secure peace between Russia and uh, Ukraine, the day that peace is secured is the day that the the fight will stop. The fight will stop. The truce will come to an end. So it's the, the the truce between God and man came to an end on the cross. On the cross. So today, that's why we can call ourselves children of God. That's why we can call God our Father, because he's no longer angry with us. We are, Jesus has helped us to make peace. Jesus came to make peace 
between man and God. He came to give us full reconciliation uh, to God. You know, let's go to number five because of time, because we are still going to the melting point. I say number five, the cross is a place where God can assess the needs of man. Now, when we came to the cross and then the peace was uh, 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 guaranteed, uh, the peace came between God and man, then the cross now became the place that God can assess our needs. Okay, you have been in need. These are your situations. These are your problems. You have seen problems. Okay, uh, Jesus' blood has paid for that. You have sickness problem. Okay, don't worry. By the stripes of Jesus on the cross, you are going to be healed. Oh, you have a poverty problem. You have struggling problem. Well, for your sake, Jesus left heaven. He became poor so that you through his poverty might be made rich. So on the cross, God was able to assess the situation with man, situation with him physically, situation with him psychologically, situation with him spiritually, the situation with him financially. So it was on the cross that the needs of man, he was able to assess, you know, the needs of men. Colossians chapter 2, and we can see that in Colossians, in Colossians chapter 2, from verse 14 to 15, Colossians 2, 14 to 15, says, he canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. In this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them. He took everything to the cross, everything that was contrary to man. So the needs of man was met on the cross. We'll be coming to that later on when we get to the melting point. That will be scripture that we will be anchoring on when we get there. Number six, the place, the cross becomes the place to confess and receive pardon. That's the place the forgiveness was finally done. Okay, you are pardoned. You are pardoned. You know, after all said and done, up and down, God said, well, I forgive you. Oh, glory to God. Brethren, you are forgiven. You are not a sinner. You have been forgiven. You have been pardoned. Because Jesus made it possible for you. He made it possible for me. That's what is that that's the difference between Christianity and every other religion. The, 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 the difference is that we are forgiven. The difference is that you know our penalty, there's no penalty against us any longer. You know, the 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 the, the, the other religions say, well, no, nobody knows what will happen until we get there. But in Christianity, we are very sure. Because we know that it has already happened on the earth. Jesus already paid it. So there's nothing we are going to pray for. That's why that's when somebody died in other religion, they begin to pray, oh, let his soul rest in peace, let God receive his soul, let for God forgive him his sin. No, we already know that if if somebody is going to heaven from here, we know. If it's not going, we know because the, 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 the Bible says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. So we already know we have it. We, we have the assurance and the spirit of God within us. Bear a witness with us that we are the children of God. So we are confident. And this is what gives us the confidence. It's the cross. That's where we get our confidence from. That's where we receive our peace from. That's where we receive our forgiveness from. That's where we are pardoned. That's where we become justified because of the cross. That's the peace we have. That's the difference 
between Christianity and any other religion. Our sins are forgiven. We have been pardoned. We have been reconciled back to God. Then we have had we have peace with God. We have the differences between us and God has been settled, and God has agreed to be our Father. Oh yes, the Bible says we no longer receive the spirit of bondage and fear again. We have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. Oh, that's the good thing. That's the good news that, you know, uh, uh, that we have today because of the cross of Jesus. Number seven, you know, the, the cross has become the place where prophecy was fulfilled. All the prophecy in the book of Genesis, when the Bible says the seed of the woman shall come and bruise the head of the serpent. Well, the, the woman does not have this, is, is not the owner of the seed, it's usually the man. But in the case of redemption, no man was involved in the birth of Jesus. It was the woman that had the seed, that God gave the seed to, and the woman delivered it. You know, when Jesus was to be born, he, 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 when, Mary, when the prophecy came, he, said, he didn't say you will be a son, he said you will bring forth. So it was a gift. She was given. She was given. And then she brought him forth. You know, every other person say you will be a son. So, which means it's, it's going to be struggle between man and woman and then coming together and then you will be a, you know, it, it takes effort for that to be done. But in the case of the prophecy of Jesus, say you will bring forth. You will bring forth. So it's just, hey, we have given you this, you know, yeah? bring it forth, deliver it. So, that's the difference. So the cross is the place where all prophecies were fulfilled. There's no prophecy about man that was not fulfilled on the cross. There was nothing that God spoke ahead of time that was not fulfilled on the cross. Everything God said he would do, he did. The Bible says, the seed of the woman shall bruise the head of the serpent. It was on the cross that sin was judged. It was on the cross that sin was overcome. It was on the cross that 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 the, the children of God today will have victory over sin. The Bible even tells us that sin shall have no dominion over us at all. We we, we have overcome it. We have, the, the sin does not have capacity again to hold us back. Why? Because the blood of Jesus, you know, cleanses us. Even at times when we are not right, when we are not when we are not doing it right, the Bible says, in case any man see the cross, is still there. And the, 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 the joyful thing is that the blood is still as fresh as the day it was shed. It has not clogged, has not coagulated. The blood is still the same. It's as fresh and effective as the day it was shed. That's why Jesus had to go and bang the blood. You know, when he rose from the dead, and they wanted, he said, no, don't touch me. Let me ascend to the Father. No, he had to take the blood there to bank it there so that it will not be contaminated and it cannot expire. Everything on the world expires, but the blood of Jesus does not expire because it's kept in a place with God where it's as effective and efficacious as it had ever been. So it is at the cross that prophecy, all prophecy, about man, about his deliverance, about his reconciliation and peace with God was obtained. So let's look at the cross today also as our melting point. Now we, is it, uh, we're taking our time this morning because this is the basis for our victory. If we can understand the cross, we can understand life. If we can understand the cross, we have nothing to fear in this world. You know, everything that, that man has to fear, we're taken to the cross. All our fear that have been taken to the cross. That's why in, in, the, in the Bible, we have about 365 fear notes in the Bible. Why? Because the cross has settled our fear. There's no fear that can come 
to us that the cross does not have answer to. That is where our answer is. Each time we look up to the cross, we find the answer. So the cross has our melting point. Number one, the cross is where the power of sin and sickness were destroyed. In first John chapter 3, verse 8, first John chapter 3, verse 8, the Bible says that sin is of the devil, and we know that the devil, you know, sin from the beginning. First John chapter 3 and verse 8. Let me read it. Um, where is the place? Okay, sorry. Uh, it says, but when people keep on sinning, I'm reading from NLT. Okay, let me read from King James. Uh, King James, where are you? Okay. It says, he that committed sin is of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy. <laughs> what happened on the cross was massive destruction. The, the weapons that the Russians are using is not as potent as the weapon that took place on the cross. The greatest power on earth is the power of sin. On the cross, sin was smashed. Sin was destroyed. Sin, 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 sin was burned. It was, it was broken to pieces to powder, grounded to powder. That was what took place on the cross. It became our melting point. The cross became the place where sin, his power, his alloy, his whatever, it was completely broken. So anyone that look up to the cross, the sin have no power over him. They get, the Bible says, no wonder. The Bible said they looked to him and they were ready. And their faces were not ashamed. Now, number two, cross as a melting point. Cross is a place where Satan lost out completely. You know, it was on the cross in John chapter 19, verse 20. Jesus said it is finished, which means Satan lost out completely on the cross. Satan did not gain anything. Satan went to the cross with Jesus, but did not come back home. He was destroyed. He was destroyed. He was destroyed. This, this, Jesus rose this from the dead and lifted up the key, the key of life and death that Satan collected from Adam. You know, Adam being the governor over the earth, and Satan collected the authority, deceived man and collected his authority. Jesus went straight into hell and took the key and when he was rising he said behold all power or you know on earth and in heaven will give you to me behold i give you the keys of the kingdom now jesus you know one victory over the devil jesus said it is finished so the devil went to the cross did not come back with anything he lost out completely it is at the cross we have our victory so when we are praying we look up to the cross we see the cross we have victory as long as we can see the cross, we can see victory. As long as we can believe the cross, we can, you know, experience our victory. We can manifest our victory. Number three, the cross is where Satan was judged. You know, in Colossians chapter 2, verse 15, uh, you know, Satan was completely judged. Satan had not, you know, I told you that he went to the cross and not come back home with anything. So, so it is, look at it, uh, um, Colossians 2 15 says, and having spoiled principalities and power, he spoiled them completely. They didn't come home, they didn't recover, and they would never recover. He made the show of them openly, triumphing over them. Triumphing over them. 
So this morning you have triumphed over the work of Satan. You have triumphed over sickness. You have triumphed over sin. You have triumphed over deception. You have triumphed over every attack of the devil because at the cross, every work of Satan melted. Everything that Satan had to offer were destroyed. Every of work, his work of sickness, oppression, lying, blackmail, everything. The Bible says Jesus took them to the cross, nailed them to the cross, and this and Satan cannot go to the cross to retrace them. Or, or, or you know, uh, again, it's, it's not possible for him. he cannot retract those things that have been nailed on the cross. Number four. Jesus went to the cross. The cross became our melting point. Jesus became, you know, the cross became the resident place for our infirmities. In Colossians chapter 4, chapter, sorry, 2, verse 14, he said, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us. Is there anything against you today? Is there anything working against you? Jesus, Bible said, God has blotted out that handwriting. Every spirit of every ancestral spirit, every trailing spirit, every spirit that have trailed your father, your forefathers, they cannot trail you because Jesus blotted out all the handwriting, anything that could be against you. That's why nobody can cause you and it will work. Because in, in, in Galatians 3, verse 13, the Bible says Christ has redeemed you from the cause of the law. In Colossians 1.13, the Bible says Christ has delivered you from the power of darkness. Mm -hmm. So on the cross, Jesus delivered us. On the cross, Jesus rescued us. On the cross, Jesus saved us from sickness, from, from poverty, from affliction, from cause. As a child of God, there is no way on earth anybody can cause you and if you walk. Because Jesus became your cause. He who knew no sin was made a sin for us. So Jesus took our body, he took our sin, the cause, anything that could amount to a cause. It, it, it happened on the cross that Jesus made a divine exchange. Jesus exchanged his blessing for our cause. Jesus took our cause, gave us his blessing. So that's the place of our trial. That's the place of our trial. Number five, the cross. <clears throat> As our melting point, the cross is the badge and the glory of Christians. The cross is our badge that we wear today. Every one of us, we, 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 we should be proud to wear our badge. Each time you see somebody wearing, maybe as a necklace, as a earring, or as whatever, as a little clip on his shirt, or somewhere, and you see, and you see the, the cross, oh, he's just saying, I'm a victor. He just say I'm more than conqueror. He is just saying, I, I believe in what Jesus, in what happened on the cross, I am more than conqueror. The Bible says we are more than conquerors. You know, the, in Romans chapter 8, the Bible enumerated so many issues, so many problems, but say, nay, in all these, we are more than conquerors. That's on the cross. We want everything. We want everything. There's no drug game. There's, the enemy didn't score anything. We score everything, and the enemy did not reply us. We are victorious. We are more than conquerors. It is a celebration of our winning. It is a celebration of our triumph. Esther is our month of power. It's our month of resurrection. It is the time for us to rejoice in what God has done, what God has accomplished for us. The, 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 the cross is our badge. It's, it's, it's our symbol of victory. It's our symbol of triumph. It's our symbol of joy. Number six, the cross becomes our evidence. 
and the proof of our superiority over Satan. The cross has become our 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 emblem today. Our our evidence is our proof. You know that's why we are not afraid of people in the court, people in, in secret society. We have had several. They will kidnap people in Nigeria. You know, Christians, and when they get to where they think they can use them for money ritual, everything begin to crumble in the coven of the enemy, and they release them with apology. We have, have had testimonies of protest. That's one of our sisters. They kidnapped her in the lonely, and they thought that they could use her to make a money ritual. When they got everything in that place where they were making the ritual, everything began to collapse. They had to beg and beg. I gave her money and returned her back and said, look, this one is untouchable. We can't use this one for ritual. From today, I pray for you. No one, no no witch can suck your blood again. You hear me? No, no power of hell has any rights over your life again. No ancestral beat, fresh, or whatever cause. Jesus took them on the cross, nails them to the cross. We are victorious, we are more than conquerors. That's why we say, Satan, don't fall for God, my child, We can sing any song, we can, we can, we can make a caricature of the devil. Why? Because we are victorious, because of what Jesus has done for us. So, as a Christian, you have no cause to cry for anything. What are you going to be crying for? Take them to the cross. Take them to the cross. Take them to the cross. Are you being disturbed? Take it to the cross. Are you sick? Take it to the cross. All the things that were contrary to you, all the things that were against you, every handwriting, everything that does not work in your favor, when they get to the cross, they turn to your favor. That's where it is. The, the cross is our turning point. That's where everything turns. That's where the, 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 the witch becomes strong. It is at the cross the sick become healed. It has the cross the, the poor become rich. It's our turning point. And as we reflect over that, let me just take the last one, then we begin to pray. Number seven, the cross is where we, we have crossed from death to life. Hallelujah. That is the place we have crossed from death to life. That is the place we have life. That's the place we are guaranteed life here in this world and in the world to come. So there's a guarantee. Jesus said the devil coming to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and that you may have it abundantly. Which means the devil can no longer steal from you, the devil can no longer kill you, and the devil can no longer destroy you. Instead of being stolen from, instead of being denied, instead of being destroyed, what you have now is abundant life. It's the cross that we have crossed from death to life. Nobody is going to die of any sickness. Everyone hears the sound of my voice. Everything called cancer dies in your body. Everything called diabetes dies in your body. Everything called hypertension dies right now. Why? Because on that cross, nothing survives. Nothing, no sickness survives. No cause survives. No problem survives. He took all of them to the cross. Anything contrary to you, he took them out of the way. Anything that could block your way, he took them out. He made way for you. The cross where that God made way for you. Things that were he took them out of the way, took them out of the way, took them out of the way, took causes out of the way. 
and then you are free. That's our freedom. No more inhibition. No more, no more, no more, no more any form of inhibition. You know, no more encumbrances, no more hindrances, no more obstruction. They every contrary, it took them out of the way. Now a way is being made for us that we have crossed to life for, from death to life. We are alive in him. We live in, the Bible says in him we live now. In him we move. We are no longer separated from him. He took us in into himself. So in him we live, in him we move, in him we have our being. This is my message of Easter to you, that you are free. My message of Easter to you is that the way has been opened for you. Are you, are you. are you trusting God for anything? The door is open for you. The way is open for you. Oh, yeah. The power of hell, whatever is going to, you are struggling with in time past, that thing is destroyed. That thing is taken away. That is not survival. There was not one thing that went to the cross and came back except Jesus. Jesus was the only thing, only one that went to the cross and came back. Every other thing, he left them there. I would say he nailed them to the cross. Mm-hmm. They have not come down from the cross. So sickness have not come down. So your body is sickness. Your body is not for affliction. Your body is not for pain. I command them to go in the name of Jesus. To come to an end in the name of Jesus. Because Jesus suffered, because Jesus gave himself and gave his life for you. Oh, yes, oh, yes. No, 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 no. It's an abuse of covenant for you to carry what Jesus has already carried. You put your load in the boot. You don't put it on your head again. Oh, yes. So whatever Jesus has carried, it cannot put on your head again. He has carried it for you. You will not carry it again. You will not carry sin again. You will not carry it again. Jesus
But I will thank you for providing the cross as our meeting point. Thank you, thank you because you have reconciled with us. We have reconciled with you. Hallelujah. You no longer have issues with us. You even said it in your word that my spirit will no longer strive with man. Thank you because our sins are forgiven. Thank you because we have received pardon. Thank you because you have, we have made peace with you. The Bible says, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God. Thank you for the peace that has been made for the cross because it has become our meeting point where we were reconciled with you and all the punishment, all the issues that you have with man were resolved because Jesus agreed to take the punishment. Thank you, faithful Father. Not only was there reconciliation, the, the, the cross also becomes the place where everything melted. Everything that Satan can offer died. Everything that Satan stands for represent were crossed on the cross of Calvary. The Bible says he destroyed powers and principalities. He made a show of them. He triumphed over them. Satan had no more secret and no hiding place. He was stripped naked. So all his all his works, Lord, in our lives today, they are stripped naked in the name of Jesus. Satan have no right over us. Satan have no dominion over us any longer. Sin have no power over us. Sickness have no access to us again because the Bible says by his stripes we were healed. We were healed even before, before anyone can fall sick. Provision for healing has been provided. Before anyone gets sick, there's hospital already made available. Before people, it's not when people get sick that they'll go and build hospitals. It's not when people get sick that they'll go and manufacture drugs. No, 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 no. Before people get sick, there's drug waiting. So before they fall sick, there is the blood of Jesus waiting for cleansing, waiting for healing. Oh yes, oh yes. Jesus is not going to go to cross again because because of one thing or the other. So whatever you are going through this morning is already the provision for victory, provision for triumph, provision for testimony has already been made available. Amen. And declare to you. Whatever issue it is that confronts you today, I present your testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I hear your testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. I hear your testimony in the name of Jesus. Amen. I hear your victory in the name of Jesus. Victory over sin, victory over sickness, Amen. victory over poverty, victory Amen. over Satan, victory Amen. over affliction, victory Amen. over whatever it is Amen. that has stood against you. Today, whatever is standing against you, bow before you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Bow before Jesus. As Satan bowed, and Jesus collected the key of hell and death from, from, from him and said, I give the key of life to you. Now receive life. Thou shalt live and not die. That affliction is not going to kill you. Oh, no, 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 no. The provision, your healing for your victory, for your triumph. Remember those who have been beaten by snakes. In the sap in, in the wilderness, the Bible said, Just look onto that snake. The pressing snake serpent was made, and they looked onto it. That was the cross, it was made in the sign of the cross. Now, when people had snake bites and they looked to that cross, they were here. As you look up to the cross today, you are healed, you are saved, you are delivered, you are protected. In the name of Jesus, I declare it is well with you. You have been born. And you are more than conquerors. You live, you shall, you shall live. The cross, where all prophecies were fulfilled. The cross, where all promises were were were, were accomplished. 
There is nothing that is promised in the Bible that the cross does uh, does not provide for. So because of that, take your promise, that covenant that God has brought you into, the new covenant of abundant life is yours. Abundant life is yours. Life without sickness, life without pain, life with suffering. You receive it now in the mighty name of Jesus. Life that is full of joy, life that is full of peace. The Bible mm. talks about peace, peace, peace that passes all understanding. The Bible talks about joy, unspeakable and full of glory. Oh, these mm. are New Testament promises. Receive them in the name of Jesus. Amen. Joy settles in your house. Joy is in your house. Amen. That has disturbed your peace today. Receive the peace. Jesus said, My peace. I give to you. Amen. Receive that joy. Receive Receive that abundant life. Abundant life. Amen. Of Jesus. Amen. It is well with you. Amen. 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 Amen.